A quick note about this podcast. Information is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to include or constitute financial product advice. You should obtain independent advice from an Australian Financial Services licensee before making any investment decisions. Please refer to ASX's full disclaimer with respect to this podcast on the section of the ASX website titled The Ideas Exchange by ASX. Welcome to the March edition of ASX's Market Activity Podcast. My name is Graham O'Brien. Joining me again is Jacinta Schlosser, our resident investment products expert at ASX. Welcome, Jacinta. Thanks, Graham. Hello. It was a busy February for equity markets in Australia with all 2,000 companies required to report their half-year earnings. Jacinta, do you want to provide our listeners a quick summary of how the market reacted to the half-year reports? Sure. Earning reports are generally in line with forecasts, apart from a few outliers that I'm sure we will see when you run through company performance stats. Whilst reports were generally in line with expectation, many companies warned of more difficult times ahead, pointing to inflation and interest rate pressures. We have to remember that share prices move up or down on future expectations. These reports were looking in the rearview mirror, so price movements in February reflect the market's concerns of upcoming earnings pressure. Looking at the February performance, the market finished down, open to the month at 7,476 points, closing down 3% at 7,258 points, giving back some of the strong gains experienced in January. Graham, I heard there was a report released on global market performance during the month by Credit Suisse. Do you want to tell us some more? Yeah, for sure. So Credit Suisse, in conjunction with the London Business School, looked back at share market performance all the way back to 1900. And surprisingly, Australia topped the list for share market performance when normalised to the US dollar rate. We had annualised growth of 6.43% per annum, with the US market closely following at 6.38% per annum. I know we often harp on about its time in the market, not timing the market, that provides long-term growth. But even my grandparents would have struggled to stay fully invested for 123 years. Back to the February results, and it was a mixed bag for sector performance, with consumer staples up 1%, telecommunications up 0.4%, technology up 0.4%, whilst healthcare was down 0.4%. A-REITs were down 1%, the consumer discretionary sector down 1%, energy down 2%, the financial sector down 4%, Small caps down 4%, the resources sector down 6.5% and the materials sector down 7%. And the winners and losers for the month out of our top 300 companies. Firstly, the winners. Flight Centre was up 27%. Infomedia up 27%. GUD Holdings up 23%. Helia Group also up 23% whilst Pact Group was up 18%. Temple and Webster were down 40%. Red 5 down 38%. Domino's Pizzas down 34%. St Barbara down 28%. City Chic Collective down 28%. Outside of performance, the big news in February was Newmont's $17 billion bid for Newcrest Mining. 
Whilst it was rejected, the door has been left open for a future bid from Newmont. Now over to investment products. Uh, Jacinta, can you give us a rundown of the year that has been so far for investment products? Thank you, Graham. We've had a good month of growth for investment products. Everything was up, so despite the rising interest rate environment, people are still investing. We closed January 23 with an exchange-traded product market cap of $135 billion, which is up 3.5% from the previous month of $130.44 billion, recovering the drop in assets under management through December. Licks and Licks followed suit. They were up 3.2% from $48.7 billion to $50.26 billion in January, indicating that Licks and Lits are still hold favour for some investors. Let's also not forget AREITs. They were up 7.9% from $136.7 billion to $147.5 billion. And infrastructure funds were up 4.3% from $62.29 billion to $64.98 billion. The ETP asset class breakdown by percent to January remained weighted towards global equities with 45%. And Australian equities are close second at 29%, fixed income 12% and other 14%. With BlackRock's iShares dropping their fees this month and beta shares following suit, I'd say watch the fixed income space, Graham. Attractive fees may see increased flows ahead. There were no new investment products listed in February, but I can assure you that my colleagues have much in the pipeline, so there's no slowdown in bringing listed funds to the market. Let's now look at top five by performance. Hot off the press today, top performing ETFs in February were Global X Fang up 9.6%. Global X Global Carbon up 9.5%. Beta Shares Australian Strong Bear up 8.8%. Beta Shares Global Cyber Security up 7.9%. WCM Quality Global Growth Fund up 6.3%. And top performing Lick and Lits during February were Excelsior Capital up 10.4%. CD Private Equity Fund 1 up 8.8%. WAM Capital up 6.9%, CD Private Equity Fund 3 up 6.9%, WCM Global Growth up 6.8%. What are your thoughts around that? Yeah, it's really interesting when you look at some of those stats from February that the market was down 3%, but it just shows the broad product set that's available for investors in the investment product space that we actually have not just the bear funds that were down in February, we saw some other asset classes and Carbon one, even when we're starting to get into cybersecurity, there's actually uh, really interesting to see some of those sectors and areas that people can get exposure to that still perform well in what was a down month. Mm. Look, lastly, I'd like to mention that ASX and LICAT will celebrate a closing bell ceremony with Whitefields on the 16th of March. Whitefields is the longest continually operating listed investment company in Australia and has provided investors with the benefits of a durable long-term investment over an extended period and the occasion marks a celebration of 100 years of continuous operation. Also, uh, listeners should look out for the March edition of ASX Investor Update. It's due out tomorrow. Uh, that's Friday this week, which features an array of articles about licks and lits. If anyone wants to be added to the mailing list for the Investor Update, they can drop me an email via info at asx.com.au. Now, there's one other thing we want to talk about, Graham. Can you tell us about the share market game, which yeah, is running? It would be remiss of us if we didn't touch on the share market game starting on March 9. So next week, we're recording this on March the 2nd. So one week to go until the share market game starts. Everyone can 
hit their wares against uh, other investors, try and win the big prize for the ASX share market game running all the way through until June. So a great way, if you're not invested already, to test out some of your strategies or if you're already invested, try to beat some of your friends. Sounds like fun. Can't wait to see the results. Well, that's a wrap for January. On behalf of Graham and myself, we wish you all the best with your investments during March. Want to test market strategies? Sign up to participate in the ASX share market game and receive $50,000 in virtual cash to invest in a range of stocks and ETFs. Visit asx.com.au smg to register today.